Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Now is the time to better your relationship with your kid. One sort of frustrating thing I'm seeing with families currently, as everybody's at home because of the coronavirus, is families aren't really even spending that much time together. Everybody's going to their own room, their own space, and just kind of doing their own thing. Not much interaction going on. And it seems to me that this would be a good time to better the connection, better the relationship with your adolescent. Before this thing hit, I mean, isn't that what we all said? Wasn't that our main justification for not getting to the things, doing the things, spending the time with the people? Was that we didn't have enough time? Well, now for the vast majority of us, a Brinks truck just backed up and dumped a whole lot of free time on our hands. So I'm hoping some families are using this time to better their relationship with their kid. Now, this doesn't need to be overboard. I mean, you don't need to spend every, every waking minute together. People still need their alone time, especially adolescents. They need to have their own alone time, their own space. But I would hope on a daily basis, families are coming together to connect. And in thinking about this topic, I was reminded of uh, a guy I used to work with at, at the group home in Denver for angry teenage boys. His name was Scott, and he taught me an amazing lesson in my first month of working at the group home. So now this was a group home, like 25 to 30, super frustrated angry, dysregulated young men. So the majority of the job was just dealing with conflict, a lot of crisis, a lot of breaking up fights, dealing with arguments, trying to get the kids up to go to school, trying to get them to go to bed. Oh, and the fights when it was time for one adolescent to hand over the Xbox controller to the other kid because his time was up. So I would say 90 to 95% of this job was just dealing with crisis, crises, conflict. Being a counselor at this group home, basically your job was to de-escalate really pissed off teenage boys But that wasn't the entire job. And I'll never forget sitting there my first month. It was a Sunday. And there was quite a few of the boys who were out on pass. It was a beautiful day, so there was kids outside. And for whatever reason, I don't know, the the phase of the moon or whatever, but things were chill at the group home. Things were relaxed. There were no fights. There were no conflict. Volume was low. There was laughs. What was going on? It was a beautiful thing. And Scott, a counselor who had been there 20, 30 years, taught me an amazing lesson that day. He said, these are the days that separate the good counselors from the bad counselors. He said, watch. Watch what the counselors do 
with this relaxed environment. He said, they're going to sit back, look at their phones, check out, get their paperwork done early so they can leave early, and avoid interacting with the youth. And he was right. On these rare days when things were chill, majority of the counselors just checked out. You know, don't mess with a good thing. But Scott told me days like these are the days where you can become a great counselor. It is the great counselor that capitalizes on these times. This is your time to build relationships, he said. So that's what I did. I burned more calories on the chill days than I did on the conflict days. Because I saw this as my opportunity to build, to create, or strengthen my relationships with these young men. So I didn't sit down. I didn't chill out. Didn't do my paperwork early. Didn't look at my phone. I got out there. I was rebounding when somebody was shooting hoops. I'd sit next to them when they were playing video games, ask them about the game, ask them if I could play against them. I was joking around with them, playing pool with them, seeing if we could get a a game of football going where I was all-time QB because I had a cannon arm. I would do my best to participate in whatever they were doing. I'd get to know them. We would joke around. I would hear about their lives outside of the group home, their families, their interests, their hopes, their dreams. Now, notice I I said I would do whatever they were doing, participate in whatever they were into. It wasn't like I I, I stopped everything, turned off all the TVs, uh, put away the pool cues. Uh, Guys, we're going to all circle up and talk about our feelings. No, no, no. I I wasn't directing the activities and it wasn't about me. And I wasn't going to be too intrusive on their day where they wanted to relax and have fun. I was and am so thankful for this lesson from Scott. And I guess if I could say, you know, in a sentence what, what the lesson was, I guess it would be what happens during conflict doesn't build the relationship. What occurs during conflict reveals the relationship. So because I took the time when things were chill to get into the world of of these young men, when there was crisis, when there was conflict, I was much better at mediating, negotiating, And de-escalating because I had some conflict currency that I built on those chill days. I had a little conflict currency in my pockets that could be used in times of crisis to get through to a very upset, a very emotional young man to help manage the situation de-escalate the parties involved, and keep everybody safe. Now, when I talk to a lot of families, whether it's I'm doing parent coaching or, or family work, I hear a lot about how the vast majority of the interactions with their children is conflict-based. 
Because we're so busy, because our adolescents are so busy, their days are so full, that oftentimes the family doesn't come together till the very end of the day. And the interactions, the conversations, the back and forth is usually about addressing and or resolving some form of conflict. Well, guess what? Now we got a lot more time with our kids. So think about it. Maybe look at this time as a time of opportunity to better know your child, to strengthen the connection, and spend some time with them outside of the role of mediator and and director and crisis negotiator. Most of us have the time. And remember, this time spent strengthening the relationship when our kids return to school, whenever that may be, and we all return to the, the fast-paced, overscheduled, urgent, stress-filled lives, that the time spent in the upcoming weeks, upcoming months, that may help to fill those pockets with a little conflict currency when the next adolescent crisis arises. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.